Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. Yes, yes, everybody, and welcome to High on Homegrown, the cannabis podcast from PersisGrown.com. In this interview, we speak to our good friends, Annie and Amanda, from the High Ladies podcast. The High Ladies podcast is a podcast created by two ladies about cannabis. It's not just for ladies. So even for the gentlemen listeners of our show, you can head to iTunes and Spotify, and you'll be able to find the High Ladies podcast there. Always good content. We recommend it for everybody. So go out there and check it out. And of course, for the ladies who listen to our show, Thank you for listening, for one, but you can also check them out as well. You'll really enjoy the show. But for now, here is the interview with Annie and Amanda. I know you're going to enjoy it. Don't forget to share this episode with somebody who might enjoy it as well, and that would be a great way to help the show grow. But for now, here's the interview, and I'll speak to you at the end of this. Enjoy. Hello. Hey. Hello. Hi, ladies. Hi, ladies. Hi, hi, ladies. How do you even say this correctly? That'd be the double way, yeah. Hi, hi. <laughs> hi, hi, hi. How's it going, Annie and Amanda from the Hi Ladies podcast? What's up? We're fabulous. It's it's Thursday. The sun is up. Sweet. Sun is high. Right. So high. Yeah. <laughs> no, so everybody knows who you are uh, because you've been on our show many times before. But just in case they don't, do you want to introduce yourself to everybody so that they know who they're listening to? All right. Well, I'm Annie and I'm Amanda. Uh, we're co-hosts of High Ladies Podcast. How many years are we going on here? Two years? Yeah, we're coming up on two years. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It took us a few months to get it all together. You know how it is. But yeah, we've been High Ladies has been out for two years. We're about to start our fifth season. So we're really excited. Nice. And when does the fifth season season start? It's real soon, real soon before the end of the month, right? It is. It's soon enough that it's making me nervous. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Not next Tuesday, but the Tuesday after, which so is the 27th. The 27th cool. of September. What you're nervous about? You do a bang up job. I mean, it should be so natural, like walking. Oh, monkey. Oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> Take the girl's breath away. You know, it's not the recording part that's hard. Like, that's easy. Anybody can talk. It's, you know, trying to produce quality content have like-minded guests do it right so that's what you know there's a lot of legwork as you know yeah Mm -hmm. and we we record very close to our release because we we do it that way so that we don't really have time to edit Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i think Mm -hmm. we want to stay true to the conversations that we have with our guests and keep it current because when we have recorded like two weeks before and it's like oh look at the world's great and then by the time the show comes out it's like oh we're all locked down what are these bitches talking (laughs) about (laughs) yeah i know the feeling some of our interviews can be like six weeks from when we record it to when it's released mm-hmm. uh, we did one the other uh released simpers one this week and he was talking about product earth and shit which was like a month ago and uh, oh yeah we recorded what which one did we record on thursday last week it might have been with chad and that was when the queen died so yeah. they, you know, when that comes out in like six weeks, people will be like, fucking hell, that was ages ago. <laughs> Especially the way the news cycle is now. But you guys put a lot of work into your post-production. And for some reason, like we like to keep ours raw. And it's, you know, it's a product of the fact that we are both working full time. We have kids and all that. So mm-hmm. it's like a one take and let's go. Right. Yeah. It's pretty much what we do nowadays, yeah. Like one take and then I go through and edit it, but take out anything which like background noises and things like that or any random tangents that we might have gone on, which I find unnecessary. 
Yeah. Yeah. Getting used to listening to my own voice oh, yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. was a, like a weird thing. Yeah, I remember the first it. episode that came out, <laughs> I said, I d- just post it. We're just going to put it up. I don't even want to listen to it. <laughs> it took you a while to start listening. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Actually, something something really funny that happened yesterday at, at like my workplace um, was I we needed somebody to create like a, a really quick 20-second blurb about an event that we were at. And the event organizers were like, Somebody from the company needs to. And I was not the person who should do that. Like, I am not the, you know. You're low on the I'm low, Exactly. I'm the low person. But and You're uh, like, hold my beer. I've got this. <laughs> <laughs> I got this. Yeah. I was like, you, y'all don't even have to worry about this. I got you. Let me hold my mm-hmm. bong, motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's been kind of cool for uh, in like a, a growing place yeah. because i i don't think two years ago or three years ago that i would have offered up to to take that role to when every speaker right yeah. when or everybody else, camera. yeah when everybody else is like no i'd be like uh, i'm with them you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah um interviewing too mackie did you have any um experience before high and home growing with interviewing people not necessarily interviewing but i'm in like the entertainment industry so i do this kind of thing okay. anyway okay okay don't have much problems just having conversations with people right on he's a natural man he goes with it but i think i've improved over like the the couple of years i mean i mean my own personal perspective i don't know what our listeners think but you know i don't know i feel like i'm better at following the conversation than i used to be so just small things here and there i don't know i definitely feel like we've improved like neither one of us had any experience interviewing people i mean we all have conversations and i guess some of those conversations feel like interviews mm-hmm. but being able to to guide a conversation yeah i think that's what it would be yeah. right? like mm-hmm. to keep somebody on track without getting too far off the rails yeah mm-hmm. you can't get well back we don't do that that's not how we roll we <laughs> oh, like coming off the rails man off the rails into the woods crashing through <laughs> the trees you know that <laughs> Oh. You're like, which direction are we going in? <laughs> what floor are we on? <laughs> but it's good fun, isn't it? Making these podcasts and having these interviews and just talking with like-minded people about things. It's good fun, man. Hundred percent. Oh, absolutely. And and everybody's perspective is different, and everybody brings something else to the table. Mm-hmm. And I know when we finished up our first season so many months ago. Um, we were we didn't interview in the first season we didn't have the technology so quickly we realized we're going to need to interview people because we cannot be experts on everything mm-hmm. and nor do we want to be so let's mm-hmm. find the coolest the most innovative the the people that we would want to have a conversation with or whose mm-hmm. product or ideas that we align with if we align with them then our listenership should as well that's right yeah. and learning great, things along the way yeah and then you, it's like for episode four, was it episode four, I think, Monkey, where we had Tommy Chong on the show? It's like, God damn. How, yeah. did, how did we get these legends on the show, man? Yeah, it was like Danny Danko was two or something mm. like that. So, yeah, we just started off hot. We came in hot. But you yeah. never know, man. You just Sometimes you have to aim high. You never know what you're going to hit. If you don't aim high, you won't hit anything. So you jumped right into the to fire. We 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 put yeah. one foot in first. Yeah, I think we started with a toe. <laughs> <laughs> How many interviews have you guys done now? Oh, 
dozens. Well, we have 60 episodes out. Yeah. And I would say, I don't know, close to half of those. At least 20 or more. Yeah. 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 What's the most memorable one? What, what What's the most memorable uh, few? Well, that's an easy. Yeah, yeah. Can yeah. we'll give you one guess? Yeah. <laughs> Tommy John. No yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, I wasn't but expecting I... that answer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tommy's always a lot of fun, isn't he? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. You know, and you and never I... know where he's going to go with the story either. You just wind him up and turn him loose, and man, it's so much fun. Talk about going off the rails. Right. You know how we were speaking about like guiding a conversation. That was one we learned so much as like in reflection of that creating that episode. Mm -hmm. Like we had a path that we were like, okay, we kind of think we want to take it this way, but leaving ourselves so much room that knowing that Tommy's going to go off in his own and Direction. whatever and tangent he goes on off is going to be gold incredible. Oh, exactly. <laughs> yeah, my... yeah I, I kind of remember a tangent about a Tesla. And like we had no <laughs> no no intention of ever going there, but it was fun. Yeah, that yeah. was a good one. And a few uh, times when he's been on the show as well, the wife has appeared in the background and started telling him, Tommy, we have to go out. Yeah, I hope you're not too stoned. He's like, what? <laughs> good shit man he talked a lot about shelby and his love of her and their beautiful relationship so they have a really tight relationship and i i love that because they've been together Mm. what is it like 47 years yeah a long time yeah no way longer than that i think no i think it's a a long time been a really long time longer Mm -hmm. than i've been alive that's for sure well there you go um it's only like 20 years right (laughs) <laughs> Mac is getting all the points today. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> so, what, what's the your season? Because you had season one. What was season one about? Oh, it was just our own sort of tangents yeah. and mm. trying to find our footing. Yeah, and then you was like, "Oh, this is people are actually enjoying this." Yeah, that was that was kind of I. I you know what? It's sort high ladies was made or created during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So we were homeschooling our kids and we had no outlet for our own creativity or just our own sanity at the mm-hmm. time. So when we created it, it was just sort of like, hey, we have the technology to record our voices and put it on the internet. Let's do that. So week week to week, we were creating episodes. We we're like, all right, we just finished one. What's the next one going to be about? Almost mm-hmm. to keep us sane and have personal goals because we were starting to unravel at the edges and it gave mm-hmm. us a focus. And yeah, so the, the first uh, season, it's really personal and yeah. about our lives and funny stories um, that were happening in our lives at the time and that have happened, like the time I smashed a five-foot bong. Yes. Like, out of <laughs> guys. Sorry, Matt, but that just sounds funny. It was, it was it was like one of my my lowest points in my life. So sharing. Oh, I, like, I guess I I'm only laughing because it wasn't me. <laughs> oh, for sure, I broke a little a little plastic bong this week, and I'm gutted. Fucking five foot bong, I'd be I'd be crying. Oh, yes. We called the episode "Bong Trauma." Yeah. um so yeah it was personal discretion is advised (laughs) Mm -hmm. lots of swearing in the first season too yeah lots of cussing um but finding focus we needed to cuss 
we needed it. We needed it to get our energy out. And we didn't really know if anybody would listen or if anybody would be interested in listening. And lo and behold, uh, people were listening right from the get-go. Mm. And so, you know, we did the second and the third, and now we're on the fifth. And we've taken a bit of a hiatus because we take the summers off because we want to be with our family. But we are mm-hmm. now at this point, I'm sure you feel this way. We have enough of a listenership that we've committed to them. Mm-hmm. So... Like we're in it because yeah. they're in it, right? That's right. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they, they keep tuning in. So same for us. Every, everybody but John. Fuck you, John. You know? uh, <laughs> Mackie and John. I think there's a love affair going there somehow or another. They troll each other constantly. <laughs> he trolls me. I just retaliate. That's all. That's all. Yeah. Right. 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 Well, with a name like the High Ladies Podcast, I've got to ask: How many male uh, subscribers do you have? Any idea? Hmm. Yeah, it's about what 35? 35% consistently. Oh, right. And that's really that surprised us as well. We thought, you know, women will want to listen to this, but we aren't talking about vaginas and yeast infections. We're talking about <laughs> love of the plant. And um, we have amazing male guests and um, you know, probably half of our guests have been male. Yeah. Um, so people have asked, are, are men allowed to listen? Are they invited? Of course. But the only difference is, and we want to set ourselves apart, is this is a conversation about cannabis from a female point of view, mm-hmm. from a mature female point of view. Yes. I got and no problem with that. You might actually teach me something about that. Well, I think some of our, many of our male listeners feel that way exactly. That's right. Yeah, I mean, exactly. women make up a solid fifty percent of the <laughs> of the population mm-hmm. and of the cannabis community. Um, but especially women of a certain age, like you, kind of get to a point where you start hiding it. Like especially when she, once you start having a family, mm-hmm. right? Like it's it it's hard to uh like to explain to other parents mm-hmm. you know what you do or and that's a stigma that i think as women and as parents that we kind of put on ourselves yes um, and, and that that's like an internal stigma that we have so mm-hmm. but we perpetuate it by by not talking about it mm-hmm. and then when we bring things out into the light, I mean, we find our community. Exactly. And a lot of our conversations are like, hey, yes, I do use cannabis, but I am a highly functioning person. I'm the head of the PTA. I have two healthy children. I live in a big, beautiful house. I don't look like, you know, big air quotations, what is perceived to be air quotations, a stoner. Mm-hmm. Um, so if we can say, hey, look, like these highly functioning people like yourselves and us are in this community. So it can't be that bad. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. Lifting the stigma little by little. Maybe mm-hmm. We can call ourselves a stoner and we don't feel embarrassed by calling ourselves stoners. So it can't be that bad. No, 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 it, it, it's not. But I feel like it, it's just something that we have. I don't know. As a society, we've just sort of said, even, like we even live in a legal country i think mothers are supposed to be above reproach and that Ah. goes way way back to you know being a lady and ladies don't do things like that you know that's the boys club Mm. and if you if you participate in that um then you are less of a lady or less trustworthy i don't want to let my kid go to her house she might be you know stoned off her tree well yeah she she probably (laughs) is she's making cookies right and she's playing lego she's got barbies out with a full five character storyline like you know it's completely fine to have a large glass of wine in the evening 
Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Double standards yeah. are shocking, man. Double it is. And it, it, we have to do the legwork to to narrow that gap and to normalize, you know, cannabis use. Yep. And mm-hmm. I think I think moms are sick of having a glass of wine at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. I, I think they don't like the way that they feel when they wake up. I don't think they get nearly as good of a sleep as they they think they're going to get. And, and then they hit that reefer. The game changes. <laughs> game changes. That's right. And with so many alternatives within the cannabis, especially here in Canada with the recreational cannabis space being legal, um, there's lots of alternatives like beverages, right? So like moms who used to drink are very comfortable with switching to something that's like a cannabis infused beverage. Yep. So. Or edibles. Or an edible. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right. So there are other consumption methods. Mm-hmm. other than smoking yeah mm-hmm. yeah and i i rely on my like 230 joint that like our kids come home from school at 315 i'm like, okay my next shift is starting i can't have a glass of wine at two in the afternoon that that's problematic <laughs> but and I, I don't want to be drinking coffee you know it you know all through the day either and be wired off my ass but a nice you know sort of meditative moment before the kids come screaming through the door just recenters me to be better yeah yeah mm-hmm. and i guess that's, that's what highlight is about keeps you chill yeah. man keeps you chill yeah just, just taking a moment to, mm-hmm. to chill out and be with like-minded people and mm-hmm. understand that you're not alone and that other people are interested in in this as well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. let's call it self-care because that's exactly what it is right there Totally, hundred percent. We, we do have a question here for you, which we, you know, before when we were speaking, you mentioned that you have the Lego weed for the weed mm-hmm. you want to, and we we had Lego Club last week, me and the boy. So it's good, good shit. You got to have that Lego weed, man. <laughs> <laughs> what what strains would you recommend for people to smoke to find a good Lego weed? What would you encourage them to use? Ooh, um, my Lego weed right now is a Ice Queen Blue Heron Cross. Right. Yeah, and yeah, I don't know. I don't know how if if it's a Canadian, it's coming from the Green or Organic Dutchman. But nice. Blue, Blue Heron is a <laughs> cultivar that I used to consume back in like the early two thousands. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's delightful. <laughs> nice. I Haven't can't say I tried that. No, you're gonna have to. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's my secret stash. <laughs> That's it. So nobody about that one. Yeah, I think what... if you're speaking in general terms, because I mean you have listeners all over the world, so saying and you know a, a company's name or an exact strain can be difficult. But mm-hmm. I know when I'm in the mood to play and be okay with it, I always gear towards a sativa um and i for myself and limoline seems to be my go-to as far as the terpenes mm-hmm. um everybody's different though yeah, that's the thing and it is everybody's different you really have to just experiment and we have somebody asking a question about pain there as well you really just have to experiment with these different weeds and find out what suits your endocannabinoid system the best that, mm-hmm. that's the best thing you can do because you know i love cheese like the strain cheese, blue cheese, anything cheesy. Mm-hmm. I love that yeah. shit. And it gets me good and high, but there's other people who say cheese doesn't get them high. It gives them headaches. So Yeah. Well, you know what? We're big advocates for journaling your cannabis journey. Mm-hmm. So as like as you're figuring it out, just write everything down. 
right? If you can, if you can kind of identify either, whether it's terpenes or a particular grower, you know, that grows mm. things that, you know, you relate well with and you just, you know, like you, you got to smoke a lot of weed and play a lot of Lego and find out if that's a good Lego <laughs> weed or not. Yep. Yep. The last time I was on, I was smoking the blue cheese and fuck it. Mm-hmm. I love it. I'm the same with you there, but I smoked it all. That's the problem. Gotta have to grow it, Mackie. Gotta gonna have to get on it, bro. That's it's the shit, man. It's such a delicious strain. Yeah, and it's not Mm -hmm. something I'm gonna find in a dispensary anywhere in the US, you know, one of those deals. Unfortunately, not. Nope. No, that was homegrown. Yeah, that was a homegrown from a friend up uh Gravenhurst way. Mm. Yeah. Such a stinky strain as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I will have the best shit. So then after season one, I assume you had season two. <laughs> Good guess, man. Sure you yeah, didn't just skip the five. You're going in normal order, right? <laughs> Good maths up there in, in the UK, man. Yeah. So, so what was number two, two about? Season two was more product focused. I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the products were good. <laughs> That's going way back. Well, we started to introduce, you know, a lot of um, asking listeners to share their stories. And that's been really awesome. And we started that in season two, for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, like if we get listeners to share their stories of getting too high or whatever, uh, then again, it builds a community where people are like, oh, yeah, that happened to me, too. And I barfed in the bushes at a party, you know. I'm not oh, a terrible I'm... person. <laughs> I got pulled over with weed that one time too. And, yeah, yeah. And had a heart attack and didn't get caught. It was great. Yeah, yeah. So that's great in building a community. Um, and theme shows, like our Mother's Day shows and our mm-hmm. 420 shows, like we do a special 420 show where our first one was the history of the term, which is fascinating. Mm-hmm. It's like Stand By Me meets me um, <laughs> uh, life at richmond high yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Best times, yeah. um it's a, our second 420 episode was on harry anslinger yes right and sort of the the changeover from the prohibition of alcohol to the prohibition of cannabis mm-hmm. and the weaponization of the word marijuana which is why mm-hmm. we don't use that word mm-hmm. uh, we try our best not to use that word um, you, we definitely use it more in the first season, but we then we've been do. like learning along the way and going, you know, mm. some of these terms aren't, aren't now, if we want to respect the plant and we want to be respected, then we have to use proper terminology. Yeah. Uh, we, yeah. we had the same thing. Maybe we started around the same time, just as the COVID Roughly. was kicking off. Oh shit. I said it. Fuck. So, uh... <laughs> Yeah, take a toast. Gotta smoke. Gotta Everybody smoke, smoke, smoke. <laughs> Everybody's seen that episode, see? We, we, we were the same. We'd say things like black market, which apparently is uh, in, uh, not a preferred term. So we use legacy yeah. market now or the tax-free yep. market. You know, we have different terms for it. But we try well, and learn things market, as we go along. Like yeah, tax-free. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? The FTG market. Yes. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, man. But you, we learn things that. as well as like hosts of the shows, don't we? We we learn a lot as we're doing this shit. Yeah, and I think that's a really like if you say I I know everything and I you know I don't need to do any learning. Well, then you're the stupidest person in the room. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and being able to say, hey, like I did that wrong, and I'm going to try better, and I mm-hmm. might slip up. Um, 
it's a it's a nice part of it is learning and growing yeah mm -hmm. learning and growing together you know we, ju we just stoners too we just got a microphone in front of our faces that's all <laughs> yes that's the only thing that makes us different from the audience we're all the same yeah yeah come by our come by let's get the acoustic guitar out and have a campfire <laughs> we're braiding oh each God. other's hair right now <laughs> <laughs> Shit. so then what happened for season three? Oh my god you're like really right yeah, really yeah let's right. go through this shit right he's, he's got know? history going here now yeah i know oh, the chronological yeah. order and everything oh, amanda knows <laughs> yeah, I, actually, I actually remember because i worked fucking hard on that on this uh this season mm -hmm. uh, it was um uh, health and wellness within the cannabis space cool yeah it was actually uh super interesting so we had uh, a few different we did mental. Oh yeah, we did mental, mental health. health. We did uh, women's health, and we had. Um, oh, don't do this to me. Uh, we did a whole sex episode on you know how cannabis and sex is a good thing. This mm -hmm. one for you, Billy. We know you'd enjoy that one, bro. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and again, you know how how you have to have a lot of sex and smoke a lot of weed to find out which one is your sex weed mm -hmm. oh, exactly mm -hmm. exactly yeah. all, all in the name stuff. of science exactly. <laughs> challenge accepted science. yes well because it's legal here we're getting every kind of product you can imagine so sex now, is legal there no wow <laughs> only if you have a license i guess huh? you wouldn't think so um no so we're getting things like um cannabis infused lubes and suppositories mm -hmm. and oh gosh Do, and like, it was one of you ladies who was on the show with us when we were talking about that lube right that's right that was when i was on oh my gosh. yeah remember remember the lube <laughs> remember oh, banana with the hammocks and the schlongs for your dogs oh my gosh good times good times <laughs> uh, yeah so the health and wellness and that was led into our last season i know your next question what did we do for season, season four? four no it wasn't i was going to ask how many episodes do you have in each season <laughs> <laughs> now that's a hard one yeah that that actually is a that that's a complicated question right, the first right. season we just kept going and going and going and we were like when do we fucking stop mm -hmm, i think there's mm -hmm. 24 episodes in our first season yeah right, right. See, season two i think was 16 or something i think they've gone 12 12 12 oh since season one i, I think so ish 12 12 and this season we're gonna go eight and just go a bit longer yeah right, yeah right. yeah so we've been keeping our format like to 20 to 30 minutes. I think we're going to stretch it out, especially with interviews. 20 minutes, 30 minutes isn't enough to have a good mm -hmm. conversation. No, not to really dive in and yeah. unpack the things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's only one so time you on change in 20 minutes. I mean, good grief. Exactly. <laughs> we, had turn, we, we had to turn our conversation with Tommy Chong into two episodes. Ah. <laughs> Yeah, back in the day when we had the early episodes, we used to have just like an interview section of one main show and it would be 20 to 30 minutes long. But the conversations would be like two hours long. And mm -hmm. There's yeah. a lot of content that gets left out, man. So you Trying really to pick the best 20 to... minutes out of a great interview was mm -hmm. tough. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So oh, now exactly. they get released in full pretty much. Yeah. Has to be but done. This season we've got some uh, interesting guests line up. Yeah. Up. Um, we're going to keep on we, last season we're going to keep on what we were doing last season which is innovative people and products 
they kind of go hand in hand and it gives us wiggle room to you know move as we wish but also keeps us on point and there's mm -hmm. so much innovation and there's so many interesting people that's right basically it's a theme it's not a theme it's yeah it's a themeless <laughs> theme okay so we've got some cool people lined up for this season yeah actually we're we, just today we're waiting to hear from jesse lavoie and Ooh. the team out in quebec oh they're, he's they're, in court today isn't he they are in court yeah. today yep oh good so, luck out there jesse right that's Locked awesome, dead, buddy. Jesse and Toba grown some like real energy. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, they should be getting out of court like now. Yeah, it's like now, isn't it? It's like, oh like, gosh, yeah, uh, now I'm nervous for him. Shit. And I don't think we'll hear anything for six weeks, or I don't think they decide right away. No, oh, that's, that's lame. It's not like in the movies where it's like <laughs> yeah, court adjourned. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll we'll see, but uh, the, you know, when you come out of those, you have a feeling. So that's what I'm hoping Jesse will share with us mm. in the next little bit. I mean, he always he came he's coming out of that courthouse and recording an Instagram, like he's making yeah. a video. You can hundred percent. You can find him on Instagram at Tobagrone. That's right. Mm -hmm. um, and if you don't know about him, he's amazing in this fight against our our the Manitoba government and the Quebec government because those are the two provinces that won't allow people to grow their own where the rest of the country does. Mm -hmm. That's right. So it's the right for people to grow their four plants. They're not asking for anything extreme. Nope. Um, Just the same thing that everybody else in the country gets um, and to follow the federal law, which says that this is allowed. So it becomes a state versus uh, nation law thing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's super interesting and it is interesting because the, the government's argument is uh partly that oh the homegrown cannabis is going to make it onto the illegal market and people are going to be selling and it's going to you know cause gangs and all this bullshit that has been proven by all the other provinces over the last this has been four grow seasons or three yeah we're coming up on four years of legalization uh, of wow. people being able to grow their own and none of that has happened no so there is precedent which is the rest of the country in real time going no no, that's not. I mean, four plants. Yeah, in I, think, our, I think their other argument was that people could burn their houses down and mold, the, uh, and mold right? as well. That was one of the arguments. So things will get moldy. Yeah, it's right. not oh, safe. You I, have to smoke our cannabis because we can grow it better than you. And he's like, "You liars." That's right. And then the I think the last argument was that a child could go in there and eat the plant. Toaster can't toaster weed. Yeah. Wow. Oh that's not gosh. gonna. Yeah, no. so the argument is the same, and it's so I, we have faith in, in Jesse, and we're going to have him back on to, to tell us how it went in court. That's right. Um, and he'll be a repeat guest. Yes, he, he's been on the show before. Um, early on in the season, we want to address something that I'm sure you guys have come across. Um, we've got a local grower named Alexis Burnett, who has an amazing book out called Homegrown Cannabis. Big, beautiful book start to finish, mm -hmm. easy to understand. And he also runs a course where he guides people through the growing season. But oh. we want to talk to him about like the important part of post-harvest. So trimming and curing, and you put all this time into your plant and then people mm -hmm. kind of run out of steam and fuck it up at the last minute. Mm -hmm. Just like mm -hmm. rush it. You know? And it's yeah, very important in those final stages. Yeah, and it's especially easy, I feel like, here in our part of the world 
to neglect that because it's fucking cold outside and trimming <laughs> in the snow fucking sucks. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Like it's the worst. Mm-hmm. So you either got to bring that inside or try and heat your garage if you're lucky enough. Yeah. Mm. And so people do sort of try and rush that end process. And yeah. you, you've already put several months into it. Why rush the last right. hundred meters? Mm-hmm. So we want to talk about that. That will be, I think, a really, I'll, I'm going to learn a lot from that. Yep, most definitely. Um, and we're hoping to have some uh, political, I don't know, what, what, what would the right word be for that? Some some advocates that are or industry professionals who are advocating for the the smaller grows and mm-hmm. for the small independent retailers mm-hmm. um, here, because we're, we're really seeing uh, a lot of saturation within the, the cannabis, the recreational cannabis space. So we're going to chat with some, some people about uh, some indep- noise makers. Yeah. Some like noise. Jesse. Yeah. Some noise makers like Jesse, who are trying yeah. to get uh, Steve D'Angelo is a good guy. Have you had him on the show? You know what? We are. We want him desperately. Yeah, desperately. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he'd be happy to be on the show. He's a real cool guy. Yeah. Uh, I have an email address for him. Yeah, I do. I have everybody's email address. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't give it live on air. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tommy Chong. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> So when we were interviewing Tommy Chong, we were talking about having Shelby on and he said, oh yeah, just give her a call anytime. Here's her phone number and on air. Oh just- no, oh, heck no. And, oh gosh. I mean, we're luckily, not live. Yeah, luckily we're not live. So we had to go through and like, that was like the one piece that we had to really edit. Worst <laughs> uh, edit ever. <laughs> You know, I, I've got the ability here to like mute the desktop audio. So if, as soon as you started saying the number, I could mute it and be like, shit, Tommy, what are you doing, bro? And you, don't you know Billy will be calling her? <laughs> <laughs> you know, goddamn. Oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, good times, man. We've yeah, got to get Tommy back on as well. It's been a while. But yeah, uh, remind me because I forget things easily. I've got a lot of shit to deal with all the time but any guest which we've had that you want to get on your show just let me know and i'll do what i can to help you guys up oh you guys are such dolls right i know i mean <laughs> big kisses from across the pond nice. <laughs> but, you know, it's like it's like a teamwork thing you know we all we all, i see like all these cannabis podcasts we're all in it for the same thing we just want to mm-hmm. get people to learn more about cannabis grow better plants and, and we just have a, a good time so it's the love of the plant man that's mm-hmm. all we're doing you know well, always happy to help people out, man. Give give email addresses out and contact details and shit. Absolutely, and we have found that across the board from the beginning, like from when we had zero Instagram followers, n- not a word to our name, no references, nothing. People were generous with us from the very beginning. We have been the same, and now we're far enough along that we're mentoring a few podcasts that are just up and coming, and nice. and that feels weird when somebody else asks us like. <laughs> Hey, could you help us to understand this? Like, why would you be coming to us? And then I'm like, oh, wait, no, 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 you should come to us because we know some stuff. Yeah, yeah. But I've never, like, everybody seems very supportive. You guys have been so supportive of us. And I, I find that across the whole cannabis community that people are willing to share their knowledge, share what they have, lift each other up. Mm-hmm. Is it like that? And like, if we were in Bitcoin, would it be like that? <laughs> no, I doubt it. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think that's Not the way Bitcoin's been doing lately, no. 
And the hard thing about being in cannabis, at least here in Canada, and I'm sh I know it's probably the same in England because it's very illegal there. Cannabis cannot advertise itself. Hmm. You can't. It, it, so having sponsors and all of that, it, it becomes a, a much bigger hurdle uh, to to find ways to monetize and you need that to keep going. So, um, I always say if we had a gun podcast, Smith and Wesson could back us. That's yeah. right. Yeah. It's crazy, but, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, my brother works on the um, subways. He's a, a mechanic for Calgary transit. So I gave him a bunch of our stickers and he keeps sticking them on the subway trains because they're vodka as the entire train is Viva la vodka. And then he shoves the, Highly oh podcast. There's this beautiful billboard. It's like, uh, welcome to Canada, new to Canada, and over the, the little PR code, the yeah. QR code. Is the highly podcast. High oh, I didn't know that. Oh my god. Because <laughs> you got to get creative. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I've thought about doing shit like that here in the UK loads of times, but I don't want people to like, you know, stick one on a police car. Then they go and check out the fucking website. It's like, no, no yeah, thanks. Exactly. No right? th <laughs> well, he's in Calgary. He's six hours away. I'm in Ontario. I'd be like, I don't know. Some crazy loyal fan, mm -hmm. man. You can't mm -hmm. control them. You know, these stoners. <laughs> you know, why do they do these crazy things? My God. <laughs> <laughs> Stickers. <laughs> it's oh, crazy, yeah. though, isn't it? The way the podcasts, you know, making a podcast and it gets out to all these people all over the world madness mm -hmm. man yes. and people actually enjoy listening to it as well right there yeah i what remember when we, had our, we had our first listener in i think season one from france yes and i we could not fathom why anybody <laughs> from france would want to listen to us yeah and they listened to every single episode it That's wasn't right. a fluke like we had a listener from france <laughs> and now we, we were trending in ireland that's we, right uh australia and the weird thing is like sometimes i'll think somewhere out weird in the world i'm talking yeah oh yeah like somebody wow. somewhere in the world is listening to me you know? <laughs> that's weird or how many thousands of hours of my voice has been played like echoing its energy all over the, the world. Mm -hmm. Like that's fucked up, man. That's weird. <laughs> that's how like, Joe Rogan feels. Like if he mm -hmm. was to think of like how many hours, you know, there's a lot of people. It's like 11, <laughs> 11 million downloads a month or something crazy Rogan gets. Right. And his episodes are long. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you have to be committed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You'll be walking around one day through Canada and somebody's going to turn around and say, I know you, you're Amanda from the high ladies. I hear well, your voice. Actually, you know what? That does happen. It's happened really? several times to a man. Yeah, especially to me. I think I have a very distinctive voice. Amanda has a radio voice. Uh, <laughs> but I have, yeah. So, uh, and because I'm in dispensaries so much, because that's my my mm -hmm. nine to five job. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes I'll walk in and people will go, "I I know you. I've I've seen you. I've heard your voice before, but I don't know who you are." And I'll usually ask them if they're on Instagram. And say, oh, do you follow High Ladies Podcast? And they go, oh my God, you're Amanda from the High Ladies Podcast. <laughs> like, oh, it's so weird. You got um, recognized from your voice doing Elections Canada. That's right. I was working during one of the election in 2020, 2021. I don't know. We have too many fucking. We have, there's so many. Yeah, it is. I work all of them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you were involved in politics. We like politics. 
Oh, God. <laughs> let's not start that. Let's not do yeah, it. Let's not open that can of worms. We <laughs> like politics is like the proper word there. Let me just say that Elections Canada pays their employees for that one day of work quite well. Right. <laughs> so if you need a one day job, anybody, and there's an election <laughs> coming up, it's it's yeah. a nice way to make a few. Cash cow. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, no, I was working that event and somebody immediately just like, boom, knew exactly who I was. And I was like, this is weird. Yeah, <laughs> I got noticed because I had my high ladies mask on and yep. somebody's like, oh, I love that podcast. And I was like, hey, well, that's my podcast. And she totally <laughs> She's like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm meeting you. I'm, a rah, rah, rah. I'm like, are you going to have to take a selfie? Because that would be just going too far. <laughs> so like, yeah. Crazy. It is crazy. You'll be getting so far. Yeah. Oh God, no, I don't want that. <laughs> God damn! Can you do me a favor, mate, and just say yes, yes? Be like, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I'm not doing that, bro. <laughs> Shit. One day, one day, I happen, and you know, it wouldn't be cool because we're illegal here in the UK. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. I think my brother does something like that. It must be him. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I choose to remain silent. From the other side of the tracks. Gosh. <laughs> so then we had season four. What was season four about? Well, that was all season four because now we're starting season five. So right. season four was. It was in, we were sort of continuing season five from season four, which was innovative people and products. Yeah, we just couldn't get them all in. And there's mm. so many that we wanted to, to, you know, follow up with Jesse. Steve D'Angelo has been a real interest to us. Um, we've got, got um, we're hoping we've got a relationship with a company that does ca cannabis home testing kits. Yes. So you cool. can... You can test your THC, your CBD, and a couple Ooh. other minor cannabinoids. Mm -hmm. um, nice. Yeah, it's it's very cool. And it, yeah, it's that's so innovative, and it's so helpful for people like Marge who cook. Yep. Um, oh yes, because you can use this to test your edibles as well. Hmm. Which is, I think, very yeah innovative. Yeah. I like so, that idea. And if you right? like, test kit, then. Technically, we ought to be able to buy that in the U.S. If it's just a test kit, there's nothing illegal in it. That's right. Absolutely. It's just a little bit of science. And how cool Actually, would it be to be able to say, hey, I grew this blue cheese. It, mm -hmm. it comes in at 22% THC. That's mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. We've tested our own cannabis, and it's it's so much fun. It's like a Ooh. gender reveal party, right? <laughs> One of my favorite things to do with that those testers is is to take legal cannabis and test it Ooh. and 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 then i like to call the company out on social media mm -hmm. and be mm -hmm. like hey one of these things is not like the other exactly <laughs> you yeah, want you, to explain it you pick yeah, those high explain. nice big colas and tested those and you didn't pick these minor ones that you're selling to everybody else mm. that's right and actually there there was a uh an issue within health canada slash the government. Yeah, the government uh, <laughs> lately where a few of the legal cannabis companies had gotten caught averaging out the THCs amongst Whoa. their different tests yeah. and they had been labeling that. Yeah. So, Or testing it until they found the, the number they wanted and yeah. 
and then putting that on the label. So after, you know, after we started looking at it and calling a little bit more attention to it, you know, I, yeah, yeah, like people started looking more into it and, Mm -hmm. and it sort of has prompted recently a change in the, uh, in the government. Yeah, we did a whole show on that. Yeah, we did a whole show on it. We we tested like seven different cannabis. And one of them, which was a a legal cannabis, it came in higher. Significantly higher. The label had said it was like a 17 or 18 percent and it came Mm -hmm. in at like a 25. Wow. Yeah. And we were like this, like that could be really dangerous. If you, you know, if somebody's coming in and they're comfortable in that, you know, 17 percent range. Mm -hmm. And you're giving them yeah. that much higher, like that's a lot of gas on the gas pedal, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> that you were like you weren't expecting to go there. Yeah, mm-hmm. it'd be much higher than you expected for sure. Yeah, and if if you're new to the industry, right? If you're a new consumer, that could have really negative effects, right? And maybe turn you off. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Because you you thought your the experience would be one thing, and it turns out to be something very different or you could be an experienced mm-hmm. user i do have a few low thc high cbd cannabis that i really like mm-hmm. and if i was thinking oh i want to smoke this because it's my mother-in-law pot and i'm going to go have a conversation with my mother-in-law <laughs> yeah. and all of a sudden instead of drinking a light beer i've just taken a shot of tequila mm-hmm. um right and that's not where i want to be so either way like experienced unexperienced you, sh- you should be on mark and again it can go you know the testing could be fudging too high or fudging too low but it should be on point yeah and i'm a big proponent or big advocate for like holding companies accountable to what they say so if you tell me you know tell me this is a spade it better be a fucking spade Mm -hmm. (laughs) and don't give me no ho Mm -hmm. Instead of a spade. (laughs) sorry (laughs) got all the gardening jokes going today Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, there's another innovative product. Yep. So that uh, we're we're gonna see and chat with them. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's there's good, there's good definitely good. no shortage of guests out there. You know, there's lots of interviews to be done. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And like we've been saying, because Canada, we are legal. There's so much happening so quickly. Mm-hmm. So many new products coming out at a rate that's really exciting. Um, and just you know seeing what people are coming up with yep uh because we're able to and we're able to study it now in canada yeah which is huge because the universities across canada are doing amazing research yeah because we can that's right because Mm -hmm. it's legal Mm -hmm. so there's a a fabulous study out of uh, lakehead university uh, up in thunder bay ontario that's doing a a study correlating cannabis consumption uh, to intoxication and its effects on impair, like as does it impair your driving? Yes, right. Specifically so, to driving. Yeah, mm-hmm. just fascinating. We can, like, we can now test for those things, right? We can, we can create clinical studies to study this. Yes, but where you weren't able to before, right? or, or like yeah, out in Lethbridge. Yes, I think it's Lethbridge University out in Calgary. Mm-hmm. Um, the NFL. The what's that? Stanford National Football League. Yeah, that, that, yes. yep. mm-hmm. <laughs> the American football thing, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which isn't the same as football over on your side of the world. No, no. Um, 
they have given a huge amount of money to a Canadian university to study the effects of brain trauma and TBI on football players and people in sports, yeah, which it, is really important because, you know, TBI is yeah. prevalent in the NFL, but they can't study it legally because it's not federally legal in the United States. So Canada is getting all this money and grants and amazing university Pro yeah 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 programs and opportunities and we've got some incredible minds coming into canada to participate in these studies right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's the u.s's loss and that's canada's gain but i'm glad yeah. somebody's going to take a look at that finally because they nfl's been dragging their feet on looking at cannabis they've been trying to keep the players away from it so good to hear that they're finally going to going to accept this and, and go with it well, yes. they had to drag their their heels because it's not federal federally legal. Right. Uh, so, state to state, it's different what the rules are, and be, they can't put research money into it again because it's not fully legal. So, right. kind of, they were made by the laws that they're under that they can't promote it, sanction yeah. it, well, or study it. And there's there's also like a lot more to it than just like the legalization. There, the NFL's got a lot of money in pharmaceuticals but they also yes and they have a lot of making up <laughs> they, they, to do for the amount of brain injuries that are walking off their field so it is right. important mm -hmm. that they they do address this and they've gotten some bad heat over the last few years mm -hmm. so oh, yeah. throwing some money that's probably tax deductible up to canada right and our dollar is worth so much less oh, yeah. so it's really not a million dollars <laughs> right like, mm. it's like 750,000. <laughs> yeah but you know it, it's 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 great to be able to have these opportunities mm -hmm. and sort of to be on the, the, the sort of cutting edge. Mm -hmm. And it's really neat to see other nations turning and looking at the way that we're doing things mm -hmm. and sort of saying, oh, not like, let's do it like them, but like, let's do, let's, let's take, let's cherry pick the things that they did well. Yeah. Right. Um, they seem to be doing all right, eh? <laughs> no. Uh, no. it depends on what side of yeah. the prism you look at the situation mm, indeed, indeed. Yeah. so many sides being on the forefront you're going to trip a few times and we definitely mm -hmm. admit that we have but i i would like to think that the government is trying to they're, they're amending things slowly but surely and the fact that we are legal it you know just in the last four years what a huge amazing renaissance mm -hmm. uh, you know of, of people coming out of the closet of people you know being able to step away from pharmaceuticals to have a different option um who were curious but didn't want to break the law yeah yep. mm -hmm. like even your mom like she is totally anti-cannabis but 100 she's now using it on her knee and she's more mobile than she ever has been that wouldn't even be an option for her Right. And mm -hmm. she would never would have considered it pre-legalization, even if even if every study in the world had said that it was going to, you know, do good things. Yeah. She wouldn't even consider it pre-legalization. Yeah. That reef of madness that... has been uh, drilled into people's brains, man. He's of that yeah. generation, man. That's mm -hmm. it. Since legalization, um, it's sort of been fascinating to watch within recreational stores, the number of I, I guess we would say just like senior citizens coming in mm -hmm. looking for an alternative to, you know, to the poison they have to take every day. Exactly. Right. It's mm -hmm. the quickest growing demographic yeah. of new cannabis users mm -hmm. are people, I think it's like 65 and over 60. And yeah. Over, which Some, is something like that. I didn't Ooh. expect that. Yeah. Well, okay. This, sweet, this is man. the way that the, the way that I see it is like, 
if you're in enough pain, you'll try anything, mm -hmm. right? And if you are not sleeping, you will try anything to get some sleep. Like you, there's only so many days of like sleepless nights before you're like, just give me, give me some weed. I'm fully wet, ready to try it. You say mm -hmm. it'll go get me to sleep, give it to me. Mm -hmm. And then when it works, it's like a positive introduction, right? Mm -hmm. yep. Yep. Look at that. I didn't die from one cannabis like they suggested on the TV. <laughs> right? One cannabis. Yes. <laughs> Just one cannabis. And kill you. Right? I'm glad you caught that too. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. And again, because we have different modes of consumption, grandma doesn't have to smoke a, a blunt. Right. Grandma can have a gummy. Right. But if grandma wants a blunt, mm -hmm. Go to town. Oh, no, then sure. we can hit that shit. We can share. That's it. Yeah, Come exactly, on. Right? There, there's enough. There's a, there's enough cannabis in the cannabis pie for anybody who wants a slice. I remember mm -hmm. being at like a four day festival in my twenties and smoking a joint with an eighty five year old woman, and just being like, "You are my goddess." Like in sixty <laughs> years, I want to be just like you. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag life goals. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's crazy the amount of people that use cannabis as well, but because of the stigma that's been around it for so long, we stay mm -hmm. away from each other. You know, we can't really talk to each other about it. We, we don't know, uh, like you, like you ladies being in the playground dropping the kids off at school. You mm -hmm. wouldn't. There could be somebody you'd get along with really well with cannabis, but you just yep. can't tell each other about it because of the stigma. Yeah, mm -hmm. well, that's kind of actually what sort of inspired our podcast mm -hmm. was we we had been working. Um, pre-COVID or pre-thing. Pre um, <laughs> oh, take, take a test. Oh, take a hit, everybody. There we go. Oh, I've got to load up my mighty now. Come on. Come on, everybody. I was already warmed up. I'm you good. know the rules. <laughs> so do I. There we go. So Does that count as a Rickroll? <laughs> I'm going to choke. Uh, but yeah, no, before that, we had been, I had just got my first job in the cannabis industry and annie had asked me while we were in the school kitchen cooking what like 500 hot dogs a, mil a million yeah. every time we tell the story get the number of the number gets bigger, bigger. yeah <laughs> 300 students let's put it that way okay hot dogs for 300 students and annie had just asked me and sort of in passing oh did you get that new job and i was like yep and i looked around and there were what five other, yeah. you know, a bunch of other women in that space. And they were really excited for me. They were like, Oh, you got a new job. That's fabulous. Where? And I, <laughs> you were super embarrassed. I was, I was so embarrassed. I was just like at the new pot shop that just opened and they just shut the door to the, <laughs> to the kitchen. <laughs> and I thought I was about to get an earful. Uh -oh. Every single woman in that room had used or touched cannabis in like in the last 24 hours yeah no way nice. we were all we were all closet users we had known each other for years yeah like within this community of our kids no environment and mm -hmm. had no idea mm -hmm. so in that moment annie and i found a new community mm -hmm. right like it was just like wow we now have six new friends who all consume cannabis. Yeah, one was Damn. doing a tinctures. Um, somebody was making butters. Somebody was on the way. They'd made the butter that morning after the hot dogs. They were going to make cookies. Um, it, somebody was trimming. Somebody, you know, was, oh, somebody had to burp their husband's cannabis. Yeah. <laughs> right? All of these things, right? Yeah. And we just kind of went, 
oh shit we're not alone we're all in the closet (laughs) imagine how much better barbecues are going to be now now everybody knows when before it would have been like man we can't stay for much longer i'm gonna go home and smoke yeah (laughs) but now you can stay and smoke together i brought the potato salad now it's gonna be i brought the kush Absolutely. A hundred percent. And there are times where like we get together, you know, like Annie was saying that two thirty joint, that's so important before the kids come home. Sometimes we'll get together with friends at that time and consume <laughs> together. Cause Why it's not? like, Hey, we can, and we're all going to be in the same space. We're going to the same place. Mm-hmm. You know, let's, right? Exactly. Why not? Exactly. Just look how happy you are when you pick the kids up then. Exactly. exactly. And you know, and the, and the funny thing is people, when they, have found out the reaction was is exactly why we need to have this conversation because the reaction that i always get is you don't look like you smoke pot (laughs) (laughs) yeah i didn't know you you don't you know strike me as the type but i'd be like like happy well-adjusted healthy (laughs) Mm -hmm. fit hot (laughs) normal (laughs) what do i I need (laughs) to make me look like I can't, like I want to know the answer to that. That's right. It would be that, that would be a good test if we could kind of get like a like a sketch artist or something that takes take man, for example. <laughs> there you go. And, there you go. And, and interview a bunch <laughs> of people and see what what the typical stoner would look like. I have no idea. I think everybody's got a different idea there. I I, I think it would be a really like get a whole bunch of just random photos. Of people, oh, wow, well, you know, does this person oh, smoke in, hot? There's this does thing, it... um, on Discord, there's a certain bot. Billy, can you remind me of the name? It was Majestic or something like that, a particular AI bot, and you can go and tell it to draw you a picture and, it, and you just give it keywords and it will make an own, uh, an original artistic <laughs> okay. image of what you've asked it to make. So you could just no ask way. it to like draw me a stoner and it would draw your picture Maggie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we need to do it billy i'll get on it bro yeah. i used up all my free credits they won't let me I've do it anymore that stoner bit though, that you're talking about on jimmy kimball stoned or not stoned well they put a bunch of people out there and three people and only one of them stoned and, and you've got to pick out who it is and you know oh is that a bit is that a thing it's oh, a real like- thing that kimball does it every now and again you'll see it on his show you know so this legal in california you'll just line three people up one of them is baked and, and then they've got to figure yeah. it out most of the time oh, they get it wrong i would yeah. think so yeah. i would think so. that's and that's the thing is like what does a does a pothead what does a stoner look like yeah uh, they look like all of us it looks like grandma it looks like uncle, mm. uncle joe it looks like <laughs> annie and amanda and monkey and mackie right it looks like your lawyer who's dealing with your whatever case uh-huh. that's going on oh like yeah your, your physician my <laughs> firefighters i grew up smoking with my uncle yep and he was really, really high up in our government. Okay. In oh. our federal government? In our government government. Oh, in our government. Like, like Ottawa, <laughs> on the hill. I don't want to say what he did because we're not going. But he was a brilliant man, a lawyer. Um, and I smoked with him. I was... I got him his pot for many years <laughs> before it was legal. Um, but we smoked all the time. And like he was government, yeah. Well, you know what? I had uh, I had an uncle who consumed cannabis all through my youth and never told me. Mm-hmm. And now, as an adult, when I found that out, I was so hurt, mm. like straight up hurt. I was like, "You let you watched me fucking go through shit and didn't extend an olive branch and be like, don't worry.'" 
just because you smoke weed doesn't mean you're a failure in life. I remember my, my daughter's boyfriend. This is, you know, she's getting to the age where she's a young adult now. She's got mm-hmm. her first serious boyfriend. And they've been together for a few months. Still haven't met the guy, but I met him the other day. And, you know, they came with me to walk my dogs. And when we're in the car, I swear I could smell weed. Are you sure it wasn't you? <laughs> yeah, no, it definitely wasn't me. I don't I don't drive a weed in the car. That's crazy talk. <laughs> but fucking, I just wanted to say something to this guy. You know, it's like, you smell like cannabis. <laughs> yes, you smoke weed. You know, proper freak him out. That's coming. You smoke like you can share. You could be like, yeah. dad would be like, did you uh, run over a skunk? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've come out with the most ridiculous <laughs> things, you know, because c- my daughter don't know I smoke. That's uh, oh, you know, keep it secret from them as well. So it would be oh, so no, funny. That- Does your daughter not know you have a podcast? No, <laughs> it's illegal here in the UK. I can't trust the kids to like, uh, you know, know about it and then go and tell their friends. That's so hard. Yeah. Again, that's what legalization allows us to do is to have these open conversations with our children to know mm-hmm. that, you know, to give them the education to consume smartly mm-hmm. um, and to empower safely. and to empower them to make mm-hmm. decisions, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and to uh, demystify. Exactly. And to not necessarily like to question things when they seem ridiculous. And if your mom's smoking pot, you're not gonna be like, that's not cool, right? My mom's not cool. <laughs> you know I mean? yeah. I'm not smoking on granddad's medicine. What are you talking about? That yeah, smells exactly. like my granddad's medicine cupboard, bro. Yeah. Do you have arthritis? <laughs> <laughs> you have glaucoma yeah, or something? Of arthritis. Huh? <laughs> a lot of arthritis. I need a lot of it. <laughs> Yeah, it's gonna be funny, man. You know, when I actually do smell it, and I know for sure it's coming from him, I'm gonna. Oh, it's gonna be funny. You know? Oh, that was does it smell awesome. like cannabis in here? Yeah, yeah, wacky tobacco. You know, I can come out with all them old lines. Exactly. You know? Oh, Mackie, I cannot wait for the story that follows that that conversation i will keep yeah, you all informed <laughs> oh, your daughter will come unglued though man oh my god <laughs> it's a father's job to embarrass his daughter in front of her bow it's a exactly exactly yes man, i can't wait to the day you know job. when i actually catch them smoking and then i can just like hit the bong in front of them like <laughs> wait a minute i'll be right yes. back come back with the mighty in your hand <laughs> I mean, that's not the shit. Try this lemon tree, motherfucker. Damn right. <laughs> that's what when you, you bring her to the barn. And yeah, like, you call that a bong? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> God damn. Good times. But it must be crazy as the kids grow up and you get to smoke them and shit. It's something I haven't been able to do before. But one day. Yeah. Well... It'll be interesting because by the like we're our kids are still fairly young. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, if, if if I think that like my kids are gonna start smoking weed when they're eighteen, I still got another nine years before I have to like mm-hmm, tackle mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Right. Um. But yeah, like I don't know. I smoked cannabis I, with my mother from the legal age on. Second that she realized I was smoking, she was like, "Hook me up." Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't wait to like find my kids smoking weed and like just walk up and roll a better joint than any of them. Mm-hmm, you know what <laughs> I'm saying? 
right? Like, that's what I'm waiting for and be like, please. Yeah, if you're going to do it, do it right. You know, like, yeah. I'm OG. <laughs> Fuck you. Well, let me try doing that for you. <laughs> Just pull off this perfection. Like, oh, look at that. First time ever. Look how perfect that is. Yeah, yeah. You put it in your pocket and walk away with it, then, yeah. Fuck that an apple bong. Um, I found smoking with my mother to be very bonding. It was actually a really nice thing for us uh, in my 20s, which can be a difficult time between mother and daughters, a lot of changes, mm-hmm. but it mm-hmm. really bonded us and it gave us, again, time to sort of relax together. And so it was more easy to share what was going on in our lives and and yeah yeah rather than be in two separate rooms doing the same thing yeah mm-hmm. yeah I don't I don't have that with my mom I definitely there's a scene in a uh, half baked you know the film half baked mm-hmm. yep the, uh, yeah. there's a certain scene where there's a kid who's smoking in the pipe in his bedroom and then it flicks to the next room and in the next room his dad's also smoking trying to think of a way which he can bond with his son and it's like <laughs> if they just you know. Smoke yeah. each other's bedroom. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> yeah. Good times. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I think kids I don't th- I I sort of truly think that our kids or at least my kids won't want to smoke weed. Mm. I think my daughter will. My son is very cerebral. I don't see him really being in it, uh, but I think my daughter will as second as we can. Um, but again, like I grow it. They know what it is. My, my daughter, oh, look how big the cannabis is getting, mom. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my kids want to know why I have an entire shelf devoted to cannabis books. Like oh. there's in my office, one whole shelf. I'm like, it's what i do like, mm-hmm. got, got a lot mm-hmm. of reading to do a lot of research guys yeah so in here i think it will be demystified in the future and yeah. conversations like the ones that we're having on high ladies podcast and conversations that you're having and bringing you know interesting people to the forefront will demystify it and i think that will mean that this next generation will have a very different relationship yep um with, with all kinds of plant-based medicines mm-hmm. they should definitely right? they should be able to ask questions if they have a question and they should get a straight mm-hmm. answer not a government answer mm-hmm. exactly and not an answer from your buddy's big brother like the, the, yes. oh, the, you know, the bro science thing yeah 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 a, lo- a lot of my cannabis knowledge up until my you know like late 20s was like what i was told by other people yeah right I fully understand what you're talking about that there, because when I started doing home grow, I learned a whole lot more about the plant, learning how it works, what it does, how it makes you high. And I had no idea about these things, but I have a lot of friends that have never grown and they have no idea when I say, watch out for the bud, you're breaking the trichomes. I'm doing the what? (laughs) I have no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when you get your microscope out and you're having a close look at the bird and like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yes. Amanda carries I, a microscope everywhere she goes. She showed up the other day and she like brushes past me and like looking at my trichomes. Like, yes. I know they're not red. <laughs> I don't need your fucking microscope. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to ask you before I do harvest to do one last check, but I'm like, it's obvious they're not ready, but she's she has her uh, with a little light in it too. Like yeah, fancy. Nice. Fancy. Yep. Has to be done, man. That's how you know when the good shit is ready, you know? Mm-hmm. And again, like having the knowledge to know when that moment is instead of, you know, guessing it. The internet's been, you know, great for that. Um, yeah. I mean, we, a lot of people used to grow off an Excel file, right? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it's, you know, X number of weeks, 
that's what I'm pulling it off. I don't, it doesn't matter what it looks like. Yeah. Cause that's what I always had the Bible. And that was like my first real knowledge. Oh yeah, you had the Grow Bible. Yeah. So the, that... the whole Hey Cervantes one is that? Yes. Yes. And mine is so old that it doesn't even mention the internet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> internet. pre-internet i'm like i should really maybe get it oh know. yeah yours has all the mailing addresses for all the companies in it that's right yeah it's oh right. yeah remember those at the back damn yeah yeah uh, yeah it's, awesome. it's probably worse seed like banks having to write off with it and send it send a check or a money order to get seeds in the mail oh mm. my gosh yep damn i got i got the uh signed ed rosenthal book the new one Ooh. signed this is why you, when you have like interviews with authors and shit, you get to drop cheeky questions like that. And I've got oh. like three Ed Rosenthal books that are signed. This is so cool. I need one from Jorge though. One Jorge Cervantes signed book. That's what yes. I mean. Yes, that would be that would be really cool. Mm-mm. That'd be really cool. But yeah. Oh, so many, so many interesting people. And again, like circling back around, it's great how we can all support each other. And mm-hmm. these people that you think of like really big names, like you know, they're never going to give me the time of day. Mm-hmm. But again, they want to share the love. They've been warriors on the forefront for longer than we have. Yep. And their message has been able to get out because they have to have community because the government's been against us the whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, even that it's legal here. The other day I, I uh, heard a, a news person use the word cannabis and it looked like they were trying to say vagina on air. Like it, it looked painful. <laughs> yeah. like they looked embarrassed. Mm-hmm. They, they, he kind of stuttered it and then kind of looked like, I just said that word. I'm like, it's fucking legal, man. Like, yeah. stop it. Yep. It's a real a, word, cannabis. I mean, come on, scream it. A, Don't just say it. Mm-hmm. It's good that they use that instead of that M word, you know? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, which we, the media does. The media does all mm-hmm. the time. And I started a little thing late last year, early in the spring, I can't remember, um, where every time I would read a news article, I had this just like cut and paste email that I would just send to the reporter and to, you know, whoever they were reporting for and just say like, Hey, not sure if you know the history, but this is why you shouldn't use that word. Please nice. use this word. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I said there like maybe 30 of them just like boop, boop, boop. Cause when we call out the media for things, yeah, right. Like, and especially like, maybe you don't know. Yeah. That's it. A lot of people just don't know. They're not yeah. even aware of it until they're told about the uh, mm-hmm. racist origins of the word. Yeah, exactly. And again, we just have to talk about it, talk about it, talk about it. Until it's nothing, it doesn't need to be talked about because it's no longer it's no longer a thing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, and that's Time. when Highway Podcast will be done. That's right. Season thirty-seven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see an end goal in mind? You're just gonna Not keep yet. playing through. Yeah, it's the same with us. Really, we just we enjoy doing yeah. this shit, especially Monkey and myself. But me and Monkey have been there for like every episode. Almost. Yeah. yeah. Most of yeah, them. We- we definitely have goals, and every season we have reached new goals, whether it be bigger and more amazing guests or uh, bigger sponsors, bigger audiences. Like we, We've been growing, growing, growing steadily, so we definitely have goals, and I think that is important. Mm-hmm. But I don't see an end to it. I think we'll know instinctually when that is. Yeah. But I mean, I, I, We've organically grown this far. We will know when mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. time. We will organically know when it's time to exit. Yeah, or Amanda will just piss me off one too many times. That's right. <laughs> 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 I'm 
can't believe you weren't sharing that blue cheese with me or some shit like that. What strain was it Sorry. again? <laughs> you just kept it hidden in the box. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we are really looking forward to season five coming up September 25th. Um, we have really exciting things. We've given you a few ta- tastes, but um, yeah, some new segments that we're going to try out. Okay. And again, we're going to, you know, listener participation is so important. I think with this cannabis testing, we're going to start testing some of our listeners homegrown for them. Um, because again, with legalization, you can mail cannabis to nice. friends anywhere in the country. So. Yeah, so as long as it's within Canada, it's no problem. So lots of fun stuff and keep the energy up, keep it positive and yep. yeah, continue meeting and uh, creating new relationships. That's what it's all about. Yeah, sure. so listeners, listeners of High on Homegrown, if you haven't tuned in to High Ladies Podcast, you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple iTunes, or wherever you're listening now, I yeah, think. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah. You yeah. should be subscribing if you're not. Please, Please do, do subscribe. Um, we are also on Instagram at High Ladies Podcast. That's us. Just about to break 9,100 9, followers. That's right. Wow. That's our place where we really communicate and find nice. our community. So, yeah. That's awesome. what we're doing. Fantastic. And staying high. Busy. And staying high. What's, on that's homegrown. The bit. That's mm-hmm. the important thing. Staying high on homegrown. Yeah. 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 Well, they're they're no the legal community. They if they want a little dispensary weed, they can have some. You know, mm-hmm, it's all right. Mm-hmm. It's Jamie. almost like uh, I've smoked so much homegrown. Let's see how this goes against the dispensary weed. And you always go back to the homegrown. That's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I understand that. Every now and then, I get a little bit of medical, and I have to go back to the homegrown real quick. Yeah. You have to fly out to the Netherlands for that. I'll go to Amsterdam, <laughs> and it's terrible. Mm-hmm. It's it's, it's, not, it's just not good weed. It's not good weed. No, when it's cured with love, slow cured to get you know for the perfect flavor, that's when you really mm-hmm. want it. And you're just not going to get that at the dispensary, unfortunately. No. The last time I went to Amsterdam, I just wanted to go home to my jars of Jack Hera because that was a good crop that was. Yeah, oh, well, there are some companies like the Green Organic Dutchman that we really like who are very much above board and are completely certified organic and off the grid. So they really practice as if they're home growers, mm-hmm. but they are in the legal market. And so there are a few standouts like them who have uh, respected the roots, mm-hmm. no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> I would love, and I know Amanda would love to stay and chat for hours, but actually, I've got to get my daughter to circus school. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Juggling and Diablo dinner. and all that shit. Nice. Yeah, she's a, she, if you give her something to hang from, she is hanging. <laughs> she was 15 feet in a tree at the cabin one day. I'm looking everywhere for her to call me, and I can't see her because I haven't looked up, up, and I'm like, oh, holy shit. <laughs> and you looked up and regret it, you know? And, oh, God. <laughs> no, no, this is actually her first day because I'm like, if you're going to go up 15 feet in the tree, you better get, yeah, you better, better learn how to fall. Yeah. Wow. So cool. Nice. So, well, thanks yeah. for coming to join us. It's always a pleasure to have you guys on the show to come here and do interviews and shit like that. It's always a pleasure to just sit and chat with you anytime. So, if you ever got anything you want to shout out or something you want to get out to our audience or you know the people who listen on the internet, seats always open for you. So just let us know and we'll organize a meeting. Oh, thanks, Mackie. You guys are great. And again, <laughs> thank you again for having us on because we always have a great conversation and. Um, it's really nice to have this relationship between us that's mm-hmm. growing. 
That's yeah, right. Man. Yeah. We really do appreciate you guys coming onto the show to speak to us as well. Mm-hmm. Thanks for having us. The feeling is mutual, is what they say, isn't it? There we go. <laughs> kiss, kiss, kiss. <laughs> We're almost done braiding each other's hair. <laughs> I think mine and mine. Yeah, man. Why not? Hair, it's long enough. Might as well, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Always a pleasure, ladies. Uh, message me on Instagram so I can get Steve's email address over to you. Oh, Otherwise, I'll forget. Awesome. Thanks. There you go. Cool. Stay en- high. Enjoy your day, you ladies. Too. Thank you again. Goodbye. Bye. See you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>there we go thank you to annie and amanda for coming to join us on the show this week it was awesome as usual to chat with them we always have a good fun conversation with them and they really do produce a really good podcast so if you haven't checked it out already head to itunes spotify deezer stitcher all the major podcasting platforms wherever you downloaded this episode from you'll also find the high ladies so make sure you just search the high ladies on your podcast network and it will find their most recent episodes and you'll be able to check out the new season from there because the new season is actually starting right now. So come and check it out, and I hope you enjoy. Thanks to Annie and Amanda, and thanks to you guys for downloading and listening to the show. We always massively appreciate it. And of course, you could do the show a massive favor just by sharing it with a friend, and that would be a good way to help the show grow. But of course, no pressure. Just thank you for being here and downloading the show. We appreciate that. So have a good week. We'll catch you on Friday for the Grow Guides, which is all about making your own compost or compost whichever one you prefer to say. But we'll catch you then on Friday. And if not on Friday, we'll see you on Sunday for the live show on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash high and homegrown. See you then, everybody. Have a good week. Stay high, stay safe. Goodbye.